and welcome to the Sports Podcasting Network. Kevin Laramie here tonight. TLC 2015 WWE pay-per-view review tonight. What a long, very tedious show until, well, 15 minutes on the overrun, kind of. Then the show changed totally. It changed the feeling of everybody towards this show. And it, well, uh, enough that actually the crowd was chanting, thank you, Roman. Yeah. So spoilers. There will be a lot of spoilers tonight on this show. Yeah. Roman Reigns is not the champion. Sheamus retained in the main event tables, ladders, and chairs. Match between Roman Reigns and Sheamus. The WWE Champion. Sheamus retained after a very, 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 very long match. Close to like 40 minutes or something. But yeah, it was close to it. Well, at the end, there was a couple of good spots here and there. But it's totally overshadowed by the angle that was shot at the end of the pay-per-view. That basically sets off the road to WrestleMania, in my opinion. It started tonight, guys. And girls. It started tonight. Roman Reigns went ape shit after he lost that match. It all started when the League of Nations, which Alberto Del Rio and Rusev interfered in the match when Roman Reigns was close to winning, when Sheamus got the Superman punch while he was on top of the ladder, fell through the air, right in through a table. League of Nations jump in to uh, make the save for their champion, the Celtic warrior Sheamus. And yeah, Roman Reigns just lost his mind after when he came back too. You had Del Rio and Rusev with Sheamus on their shoulder celebrating. Obviously, Roman speared the two other than the bottom. Sheamus fell. Roman was going crazy, went outside, came back in with a chair, started hitting chair shots on every fucking body on the ring. And they're all injured and hit after hit. And very vicious chair shot to uh, Sheamus' shoulders and back area. Even one to the chest area. That was uh, very very good. Uh, Well done. Well done, Roman. Well done, buddy. Well done. And yeah, uh, he was going apeshit. Referees came out with Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. uh, A very... Careful, Triple H had to get into the ring while Sheamus had the chair in his hand. Eventually, after like two minutes of uh, Triple H yelling at Roman Reigns, Calm down, Roman. Calm down. Calm down, God damn it. After he told him to calm down, Roman just threw the chair away. Eventually, uh, Triple H had already undone his tie, went into the ring in the corner to make sure Sheamus was okay, started yelling at Roman Reigns, and eventually what everything was for, everybody was foreseeing it to happen, happened. Roman Reigns, Superman punched Triple H. But did not just go there. Took that chair and starting hitting the fuck out of Triple H with that chair. Shot after shot after shot after shot after shot after shot after shot. People in the stands started to get behind Romans. People were saying, thank you, Roman. Damn right, people were genuinely happy. It wasn't necessarily a heel turn by Roman. Basically, he could call it a face turn because the crowd got behind him. But it was needed. Uh, something, uh, just a guy who kicks ass. Take name. Doesn't give a fuck. No fuck were given by Roman Reigns while he was attacking Triple H with that chair. And that's what everybody loved about it. 
that what was great about it is when Roman Reigns was able to take that piece of metal and hit his boss with it. Does it remind you of something? Something's like 19 years ago per se, maybe? Different cast of characters, different look, different type of vibe, but the idea might be the same and it might be enough to get Roman Reigns over. You're damn right. He's closed now. Uh, tonight I've done the job, baby. Uh, except when he actually yelled TLC, baby. The, the thing is, the match which Sheamus was so long, and actually there was a couple of good spots, but it wasn't that great. It was long and boring, and crowd were out of it for most of it because they didn't care about Roman Reigns during that match. Now with hindsight, now they do care. But it took that match for it to happen. So I understand the layout of that match and how it was long and how you could tell that uh, both characters in that match, Sheamus and Roman Reigns, were almost both heels because every time one of them was going to get that belt, well, they would always get booed. But the whole night changed when Roman Reigns started beating the crap out of Triple H. Then he hits him, then he hits him again, then he goes outside and he, like, Power bombs him through the Spanish announce table, but it doesn't give. And I think it was on purpose because the way he actually power bombed him was really made in a way that all, all the Triple H's force would have landed on the table, so it wouldn't give. And it didn't power him right in like in, in the sweet spot of the table, cl- closer to the edge where there is the front part of the table. So with those two details accounted for, I think it was on purpose that it didn't break. It then eventually. What Roman did, he uh, jumped on the Norman announce table and elbowed through the announce table with Triple H. Then, like, everybody's screaming. Uh, Triple H is selling his ass off, bouncing everywhere from the first chair shot and Superman punch he had to Roman Reigns up until the last spot they made where after he has gone through the table twice, Triple H is helped by Stephanie and referees, actually Stephanie, she knows what's coming. She already uh, stepped aside. It's two referees helping Triple H. When Roman is in the ramp, making his way back to the dressing room, he sees Triple H going back to and coming into uh, back to. And he just starts running towards him, speared him right through the floor. People are losing their mind. Michael Cole, JBL are burying Roman Reigns, saying, you're damn sure you're going to get fired. How could you do this? He's losing his mind. He's losing his mind. I'm speaking like Jack Swagger here tonight. He's losing his mind. He's going crazy. And that's basically, they, they put that over. So I don't know if it's a heel turn, but I consider it more of a face turn. Roman Reigns finally gets a part of the crowd in the IWC behind him by... Kicking the shit, or uh, basically better saying as kicking the ever-living fuck out of Triple H. And uh, yeah, it sets up probably the WrestleMania program. Sets up the road for WrestleMania to Roman. Now it's going to be the struggle for Roman to actually make himself part of the Rumble. There's probably going to be an angle where he's going to get fired. Probably an angle that they're not going to accept him in the building. It's going that way. It's going that I don't want to say the Stone Cold Steve Austin, Mike uh, Vince McMahon era, but it's getting there slowly. There's going to be a different take on it, different characters, different attitude. Triple H is not McMahon. Triple H is already over. We'll see if it continues. And Roman Reigns 
isn't Steve Austin. He doesn't have the experience that Steve Austin did in the ring. And we saw that in the match. So the as hot as the angle was, let's not yell a success yet with Mr. Reigns. Because, well, it all depends where they go from here. The matches might be the problem. If the angle continues where they're going tonight with that angle at the end, it's going to be very, very good. There's a change of mentality, a change of approach towards how they treat Reigns. And you saw it in that angle. They never treated John Cena that way. Never John Cena loses shit and was basically buried by the commentators on TV. Never did that happen. Actually, there was a We Won't Cena, Cena Sucks chant in the beginning of that match. So, yeah, you get where I'm going with this. The angle at the end was great. All good. It, it actually gives hope. Uh, it gives a lot of hope. Hope is back. Hope has, has <laughs> uh, hope was gone for a long time. And tonight, uh, I don't know whose idea it was. And that's, I don't have necessarily the connections in the company. I do have some, uh, but not necessarily, you know, to know well, whose angle, whose idea was it to do the reins, like beating on Triple H. It's probably a reaction of the last couple of weeks, ratings and all that combined. And, uh, but yeah, it's a great angle, great, great shot. Angle, they made it great, but now it's to see where it's going and to see if they don't fuck it up because they did good tonight. They made it good in the word of Dusty Rhodes. Make it good, and they did tonight, and we'll see where it goes from there. The pay per view tonight, there was a special event, live event on the WWE Network TLC 2015. Actually, I was glad there was no stairs this year. Remember? <laughs> the tables, ladders, chairs, and stairs. Fuck the stairs. Oh, stupid. And they like made like a graffiti of yellow lines over the logo. And fuck, that was awful. Thank God they did not come back with that this year. Uh, but it started with a triple threat tag team championship match between the Usos. Or the Us. Ow! Ow! Oh! Lucha Dragons. And the New Day. A couple of good spots. And Kara crushes Kofi kicks in with the ladder a couple times. Best spot in the match is Selena Del Sol. From Kalisto uh, to Uzo. From the fucking top of the ladder. To a ladder that's crushed in half. In the ring. It was a great spot. Uh, basically just a, a great show. And then to the other two combines. A New Day comes in. A New Day gets their championship back. They return. New Day rocks. New Days are the champs. New Days continues. Goes to Ryback versus Rusev. I couldn't care less about that. A promo before the beginning of the match. Where vignette where they show how uh, Lana's actually making a trend of faking injury. To actually uh, get uh, Ryback to care. And Ryback comes turn around. Gets his attention. And Rusev uh, fucking hits him. And Rusev wins. So there's like a vignette saying this at the beginning of the match. And guess what happens during the fucking match. Lana fakes an injury. Ryback's like I don't care. I don't care. I'm not going to fall for it. Turns around. Gets fucking kicked and it all goes downhill from there. Eventually, Rusev has the acolyte in the middle of the ring. Ryback has passed out. Rusev wins. Del Rio Swagger for the United States Championship match. <laughs> great. Well, great. Not necessarily. Depends what your definition of great is. Uh, but a promo by uh, Jack Swagger before the match starts. Yeah. Uh, Swagger says, yeah, I, I, I fight for Zab. 
Zeb thought me a message. And that message, which is a racist message, by the way, but the message that Zeb thought me, well, it got over with the fans and it created movements with the WW universe and things have been great the same. Yeah, basically you're saying that you're racist and uh, Zeb made you racist and you made the whole WW universe racist. So uh, I think you should be really happy, Jack Swagger, with that. Uh, yeah, very uh, horrible uh, throw by Jack Swagger. Uh, it happened. It's not the way they thought. Uh, sometimes uh, throw more zips uh, come through and uh, it happened a couple of times and. Uh, that's a Jack Swagger. You get what you get. It is what it is. The match was actually pretty, pretty good. Love the new attitude Del Rio has brought over the last week, a little less than a week, last Monday and tonight. Uh, quite an attitude in his work. Very chiseled, by the way. Del Rio has a great body right now. One of the best in the biz. I didn't, speaking of body, I didn't see Barrett. And where was Barrett during that? The last match, uh, I know his presence was about. Maybe I missed something, which is quite possible. I didn't watch a pre-show, so maybe uh, that would explain the absence of uh, Barrett at the end of uh, the night. Uh, but yeah, a great uh, match between Del Rio and Swagger. A couple of great spots. A spot that I actually really liked was uh, Del Rio on top of the third rope uh, with... What's his face? Swagger, like, draped on the second rope. With chairs. It was a chair match, by the way, Del Rio and Swagger for US Championship. There's chairs on the, on the, on the, on the ring. And, uh, well, Del Rio from the top rope. Foot stomps the fuck out of Jack Swagger. Right through the chairs. Actually, there's so many chairs. And Swagger's like in an angle. She's actually sliding. <laughs> it's like chairs are sliding on top of each other. And, like, Del Rio, <laughs> Swagger slides from one chair to another. Eventually, even when the pin is going, when Del Rio lifts him up to spin, they continue to slide. The referees continue to do the count. It's the one, the two, the three. And still the United States champion, Del Rio. A couple of CM Punk chants during that Del Rio match. First page of note, done, babies. Now we'll go to a Dudley promo in the back. Old school Dudley promo for guys actually looking at the camera. That was quite different with JoJo. Uh, their eight-man tag team, but the promo was before, was uh, basically started with Bubba, went to Dreamer. Uh, the only thing that looked weird in that promo is Rhino. Also always flexing his bicep. Just looking at the camera with his like left eye, little like crooked eye. Looking at the camera, flexing his biceps. But the thing I don't get is Rhino has spider webs and skulls in pink on his fucking tights. What does that have to do with a rhinosaurus? Exactly. So Spider Rhino, uh, <laughs> all those words got a promo saying, uh, a Dreamer saying, they got their back, we bled together, fucked together, fell together, slept together. Well, maybe I added that part, but it just made it more interesting. But yeah, so you had those four guys just cutting promo, all three guys cutting promo, Rhino trying to look tough, and uh, with his, uh, flexing his biceps. Flexing my biceps. Looking at the camera. Looking at the camera, flexing my bicep. Thank you, Rhino, for Fucking flexing your bicep. Eight-man tag team elimination table match between the Wyatt family, Eric Rowan, Luke Harper, Braun Strowman, and Bray Wyatt versus the stupidly numbed East Dub name of the team, ECW Originals. Yeah, it makes you really feel old, eh? Yeah, exactly. Jeez, why are they calling you still Originals? Exactly, so... 
it all started. Yeah, so the first one to get eliminated, so basically today, if you go through a table, you're eliminated. So keep that in mind, because some of them went through a table, like, uh, actually, not 100%, but they went through a table, so they're eliminated. Yeah. So but, uh, Devon went through a table once, the table broke while Devon was actually making a way out, uh, like, he was getting out uh, off the table. Then it broke, but no, he was actually off. Yeah, so yeah, so maybe the rules can be bent a little bit because uh, tables were weird in that match. I don't think they changed table supplier or they changed the tint or the, the color of the protective vinyl or whatever they put on the table because uh, color were different and it was actually weird. Uh, the, t- the tint was a lot darker. It was a darker wood, more burgundy type of color. And it just didn't fit right. It just didn't look right at all. It made me just look at the tables all the time. That big table with Braun Strowman was weird with the tape on it. It was catching your attention. But the tables were weird. It was like made it different than they used to be. And they were like breaking really easily too. So they probably changed their table supplier or how they make the tables, which is probably more the case. They're probably gimmick tables, but in new gimmick tables that were really weird. So by, by the way, I didn't like them. At all, maybe it's just because I'm a grown-ass man who doesn't like fucking change. Maybe that's true as well. After Roman, uh, after a Rowan, I got eliminated. Uh, Bubba was selling real hard for Strowman, so that tells you a lot uh, for what's to come in that match. So basically, the first guy was eliminated, was set up to make WCW, the ECW Originals, lapses here, to make those four guys look strong. And you would think, oh, they're going to eliminate all the fucking Wyatts. And they're going to dominate. And yeah, do what Babyface is going to go over. Yeah, you know, that's not going to happen. Uh, those guys are brought in to lose. So, uh, Rhino, uh, big boot by a Harper right through a table. Third guy gets emulated, Devon. Bray hits Devon with a kind of like a rock bottom through a table out of nowhere in the middle of the ring. Fourth guy to get eliminated, Tommy Dreamer, who gets toe-paid by Harper through a table while he's outside. So Harper does this famous suicide dive with toe hits Tommy Dreamer. And the New Jersey Hartob falls through a table and is eliminated. Braun Strowman, who I told you earlier how... Bubba was selling a lot for him in the beginning of that match. Well, at the end, Braun kind of like choke slam, chicken wing slammed him through a table for the last ECW original to be eliminated. Bray Wyatt and the Wyatt family wins the eight-man table elimination match. Brings us to Dean Ambrose versus Kevin Owens for the Intercontinental Championship. Kevin Owens comes out and cuts probably the best promo of the night on the people and the fans of Boston. Comes out like, hey, Boston. Hey, Boston. Yeah, you, Boston. I hear your sports teams are good. And you're very well known for your sports team. And when I hear you talk about your sports team, what I hear is, we won! We won! We made it! We won! We. Like you had something to do with it. Like any of you individually had something to do with it. You didn't. You have nothing to do with it. You watched him win. You watched those guys win championship. But you, Boston, had nothing to do with it. This got the most heat of the entire night from the crowd. <laughs> that was awesome. Great promo uh, by Kevin Owens. And uh, 
by the time he does that promo, comes back in the ring, he's down Dana Ambrose. But at the end of the day, you'll figure out that this is the Kevin Owens show. I can't wait where to see where they're going with this. I love that promo. And love when Owens trash talks while he fights. Tell the referees. The referee's always counting him out. Looks at him. What are you going to do? What are you going to do about it? Exactly. All of those little details make a big difference at the end of the day when you're watching those matches and you see Kevin Owens doing those little details. It uh, makes it very interesting and more entertaining as a fan to watch it when you have Kevin Owens being really involved. And uh, unfortunately, Kevin Owens lost the match. It was a great spot. They were building and uh, the, the power up, the, the, the pop up power bomb a couple of spots. A couple of times, uh, Dean Ambrose jumped over or Kevin Owens missed it. This time at the end of the match, at the end of the match Kevin Owens was picking him up and finally got him up. But instead of power bombing him, Dean Ambrose did a type of Frankenstein. Steiner Sunset Flip a la Rey Mysterio for the one, the two, and the three, and new WWE Intercontinental Champion, Dean Ambrose. Yeah, Dean Ambrose gets a WWE Championship, one of the biggest pop of the night. It was a great feeling in the crowd. People were high-fiving Dean Ambrose, even though the commentators, especially JBL, were burying the guy. The guy is over. The guy was giving high-five. Finally, he'll be able to walk in the halls of WWE headquarters in Sanford, Connecticut and see his face on the walls of Intercontinental Champions. Well done, Dean Ambrose. Well done. And if you look, uh, if you listen to the Down the Aisle Wrestling Podcast preview of TLC, well, I had a feeling that was going to happen. It was not my prediction. But if you listen to the show, I talked about how maybe they're going to throw a curveball and finally get that poster of Dean with that belt, so make Dean win. And guess what? It happened. Next page, a note. And you won't believe me, the page fell in the same fucking place. Page versus Charlotte for the WEW. What? Yeah, exactly. For the WWE uh, Championship. Divas. I hated that match. Hated every single thing about that match. It reminded me of a 1998 bad WCW Ric Flair match. You get all the Ric Flair spots. She did the front face plant. She did the figure four, reverse figure four pressure spot. She, the only spot she didn't do is the corner spot because I just think she can't do it where she lands backwards and falls over the corner. That's the only spot she didn't do. She did let, let me actually look carefully and I'm going to name it. She did the body splash off the third rope for that. She did the fake turnbuckle, uh, get around and hit on the tape buckle. She did that spot. They did the woo, the strut. They did a little, just like the way how she hits the rope and the two little steps and stops moving. She did that. Figure four, the spot, the twist. She fucking did everything of the spots of Ric Flair. And I hated this. I hated like the, how, where did Ric Flair turn heel? I don't know. I hated how the fact, I hated the promo after the vignette backstage where it's a crazy Ric Flair now with Charlotte with like an inch of makeup on her face uh, right next to Becky who's, 
Becky is there. She's like, hey, I'm champion. Are you happy? Uh, it wasn't executed properly. And uh, Becky didn't get her line off, like, perfectly. And before she got her eyes off, Charlotte was already, like, jumping over. Like, saying, well, you missed your timing. I'm going to cut it there. So the timing was off. It was badly done. It was botched. It was put It was put in a bad spot just before the main event, too. Uh, just I hated every single thing about that match. That match sucked. Sucked the living fucking life out of the crowd it took them the big angle at the end to get back into the game because it sucked everything out of the crowd the woo and charlotte doesn't work except the only way they can make that work is if charlotte turns on her father right now and she becomes her own type of person as a fucking heel and doesn't do any flare mimics or mannerism from now on and just been being she's being hated by everybody that I would agree. But you need to do fucking that right now. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. And it just looks stupid. And I hated every single thing about it. The crowd didn't like it. The crowd didn't know who they should cheer for. Who's the heel? Who's the face? Are they both heels? Are they both face? Are they both tweeners? Are they both who gives a fuck? Exactly. So, uh, that was a Paige and Charlotte match. Uh, Charlotte won uh, with... Uh, there was a lot of spots, like yeah, Ric Flair even took the leg of Charlotte, put it on the rope, and all those stupid spots were made, all those Flair spots were made in that match, it actually made me despise that match, I'm gonna get angry again, so yeah, I really didn't like that match, after that, there was a key jeweler moment, with, uh, was it Jay, yeah, it's Jay with Naomi, so Jay Uso and Naomi, which apparently she's a heel or whatever with uh, Team Bad, what a bad fucking segment that was. Just how she actually plugged the ring is what sounded bad to me. The way how Jay was. So it's Kaleko and Lily. Kaleko wants to propose to Lily on a WWE ring. They meet up at a K-Jeweler somewhere on the West Coast. I don't know. Somewhere on the fucking planet. They meet up at the K-Jewelers. And the guy's like, it's one ring for my, my wife. And Naomi's there, like, oh, well, look at this ring. This is the classic jewelry line. She almost, like, ex- literally lists off the freaking characteristic of the freaking ring off the freaking brochure. It, it's, it was fake. I didn't like that part. And, and then Michael Cole trying to sell it. Oh, oh, how much fun did Jay and Naomi had at K Jewelers? <laughs> oh, fuck, it was atrocious. Reigns, Sheamus, we already talked about that in the beginning. Fucking boring match. A lot of big spots. A couple of cool spots here and there. There was a white noise from at the top of the stairs through a table. There was a type of Samoan drop from a table to a ladder from a Roman Reigns to Sheamus. A couple of great spots. But what this pay-per-view is going to be remembered for is Roman Reigns. Basically turning on Triple H. Hitting the fuck out of Triple H with that chair. Winning the crowd over, getting over, power bombing him like on a table, then elbow dropping, elbow dropping him through the table, then spearing him through the floor, and basically setting up the program heading into WrestleMania, but heading into Royal Rumble because Royal Rumble is only about five weeks away tomorrow. Well, tonight. And tomorrow, the road to Royal Rumble, which is the road to WrestleMania that starts. And this year, it starts off with a bang with the authority. And Triple H probably injured for a couple of weeks. Probably going to be repercussions on Roman Reigns. Maybe going to get fired. Maybe going to get something. Maybe he's going to come out. and It's going to be interesting. It all starts tomorrow. And hopefully, if they want to make it work, change Reigns' look. How you do it? Just make him come out without the fucking bulletproof vest. Just let him come out with his black pants and no shirt or a tank top. That's it. 
It will mark the debut. It will tell the fans that it's something different. And they'll go after it. And it will work. Right now, WWE, you made the last 15 minutes of your pay-per-view work tonight. You changed everybody's mind on Roman Reigns. For now. Because the match just before that sucked. So I don't know how you did it. But after somebody's match, you did something to make me forget the match I just finished. Keep it that way. Don't fuck it up. And until next time, keep on listening.